is good! Ferris State wins the basketball game! You got it! Game winner! Rip the shot and it's a score for Ferris State! What a play right there by the Bulldogs! And so those are the kind of the guys I really wanted to model my mentality after. When it's bad weather, it kind of comes down to grit. I think our team has a lot of that. It's like you lose a game, like it hurts so much. Like we're very culture-based, and so that's what initially got me here. You're listening to Behind the Bulldog on News Radio WBRN. It's Behind the Bulldogs Season 4, Episode 20. A great episode we have on deck for you today. It's myself, Joseph Nagy. Across from me, Brandon Worth. It's going to be solid. You guys are, I feel like you could be ready for this episode, but in my personal opinion, you are not ready for this episode. You really are. I'll just say that straight up. You're not. It's a good one. It's going to be a great one. Yes. We're going to learn behind the scenes on how sports make money. Money on my mind, man. Money on the mind, for sure. Cedric Frierson, Quentin Zinger, who's back like he never left. Both those guys coming on to talk about tickets and partnerships. Really cool interview. And we'll get to that here in a little bit after the Ferris Stage Sports Rundown here. And we got a lot to cover today, Joe. Basketball, hockey, track, tennis. I mean, we're in the full swing mode right now here in winter. We really do. And it's kind of getting in the thick of it. It's kind of in that spot where we're thinking about postseason play for everybody. But I think we need to get into our review of what went down. So I think we should start with men's basketball, Brandon. Absolutely. So we go last week real briefly, and then we'll touch on the games that happened yesterday as you listen to this live here on Friday. Uh, Wayne State win. Uh, Saginaw Valley, unfortunately, on the losing end of that one. So a split over on the east side. But I mean, especially, uh, I think when you look at this team, uh, the offense has been a little bit not as consistent as we've seen. And uh, the defense has made enough plays, but just really the consistency for them has really kind of been the issue. We saw that really, really in the beginning beginning of the season consistency wise shooting the basketball defensive playmaking were there uh, obviously a couple I mean Reese Hazleton was out overall in these two games you have Amari Lee who was also banged up he was out as well so you're missing two of your key guys um, but I mean they made plays uh, just unfortunately the east side teams they, they were ready to play and uh, they got a split on us over there on a road trip yeah I'm glad that you brought that up Brandon because it looks like from the past maybe 10 games there's been a solid there's been more high scoring games and there has been low scoring we can point that out but there has been usually mid 70s or you're either in the hundreds or high 90s is kind of where you're at so you have Kind of those both things where you need to figure out, let's get higher points all the time, which is not always the easiest thing. It's not always going to happen, but still to kind of have that uncertainty of whether or not everything's going to be hitting or it's just kind of going to be a ground and pound, get the two points and then just keep on uh, going with that. It's not going to be the easiest to game plan around, but I think we're going to be pretty solid. I mean, tomorrow, uh, by the time we're recording this, is going to be red out. It's going to be a big game against Michigan Tech and we're fresh off a tough loss against Northern. So I think we're going to be pretty solid. Yeah. Mentioning that game, of course, Northern Michigan, uh, they came to play and, and they played really well. They made a lot of tough tough, tough shots. That is definitely yeah. the MO of this game. They made a lot of tough shots. You got to give them credit. I mean, they're well coached. They have a really good roster and they, you knew this game type of game was coming. I mean, an 83-80 score line uh, obviously was probably in the cards when you were looking at this game in a full preview because everybody was bringing everybody back from last year, both sides. So it's really just a, a second year of a war basically between these two teams at the top of the GLIAC tables and uh, Northern Michigan just made a couple more plays down the stretch and uh, they just were able to hold on to that first half lead and uh, squeak it out to be at the top of the GLIAC. It's unfortunate thing for us but Michigan Tech uh, here on Saturday is going to be a very interesting one. Yeah, absolutely. And this is the first time, too, that this team has lost two games in a row. So going to be interesting to see how they bounce back from that one. Now going still in the hardwood to the women's basketball team. Pretty much 
Uh, a solid little weekend for them. Clean sweep, Wayne State and Saginaw Valley. Not really much to say. They have just been on fire, especially against yesterday or yesterday with the Northern Michigan game. They're moving up the top, the ranks, Brandon. And I mean, I don't really see a sign of them stopping anytime soon. Yeah, especially when they they went out to Wayne. They were dominant from the opening tip. They really got it going. Uh, and then you had that Saginaw game where it was a little closer than you're like, oh, this looks yeah, a little like, bit lower score. Yeah, I mean, Saginaw did everything to really kind of mess up our game plan offensively, and it worked. But we we're still able to grit out that game. Then you look at Northern Michigan. Offense was honestly pretty good. We started off a little bit slower and we weren't hitting shots in the first half. Second half came back in a huge way. We had a lot of energy in that game, especially coming off the bench. So I think that really provided a spark. And I think with, especially for how good Northern Michigan is, I mean, you look at that game. I mean, that was a huge propelling one forward. And right now, hey, Joe, stop the count. We're at the top of the GLIAC table. So, I mean, that's pretty cool accomplishment here going in against Michigan Tech this week. Yeah, that's what I like a lot. Also, t- last two games have been a little bit tough from beyond the arc when it comes to shooting, but if we're just able to tap into like that Wayne State mentality where we think we had like, what, like 10 three-pointers or something like that? Just I think cashing. we're going to, yeah, just going to be straight up good for it. But definitely going to be interesting to see how they play against Michigan Tech. It's going to be red out. It's going to be blast. If you are listening to this on the radio, you're already in time. Just go over there right now, right? You could, yeah. Right after this episode's over, you can go over and it or should right be finishing now. up. Now before, you can just listen to us while you go over there. You could double down like one in each ear. I mean, that'd be pretty insane. You probably could. That would be pretty insane. You probably could. Yeah. It's an overload, but you can do it. Yeah, sensory overload is going to be a little bit unfortunate. But <laughs> anyways, we're looking forward to this Michigan Tech game come Saturday. Hockey? Hockey, yes. They're going to be playing against Bowling Green this weekend. Big rivalry in Red Out. So make sure you guys are there as well. February 3rd, Saturday, 1 o'clock, 3 o'clock for women's and men's basketball, and then 6.07 for hockey. Uh, Bowling Green going to be a big series, and especially after the dominance out there at Midco in South Dakota, sweeping Augustana in their first games in the new arena. Offense was electric. Stepan Pacorny. I mean, it just absolutely men among boys in that game. Just complete takeover. And yeah, that was wild. It just it was great to see him and that offense yeah. finally get going. Also, Ferris State has the first goal in Midco Arena. That so, is true. Midco yes. Arena history, thanks to Austin McCarthy's rip bar down. That was kind of sick. Bar down. That was shared all over the place, especially CCHA too. They get that recognition out. But I think this is one of the first times where we've been on a solid streak of offense is doing well and defense is playing very solid. Uh, we've held the last four games to three goals or less, and that's been kind of a struggle that we've been having for the past few weeks, especially against some of those higher-ranked teams. Augustana, not one of those higher-ranked teams, but still a tough team nonetheless as they're uh, trying to just make a name for themselves in the CCHA. But Lake State sweep, Augustana sweep, we're looking for two more to move up in the CCHA standings. That would be absolutely huge. Finishing out, Bill Klinger invite for indoor track and field. Uh, Really good improvements overall seen uh, from this meet, especially. I mean, Claudia Wilkinson, runner-up in the high jump. She's jumping very well right now, especially. Uh, We're seeing a lot of the distance guys and gals really moving up, especially uh, really big breakout performance, PR performance from Danae Feldsposh in the mile who got in the elite heat. Um, You saw really good things from the throwers as well. Uh, Ben Dusa finishing fifth in that event. Um, so I think you're just seeing a lot of the improvements starting to come together. And that's a really, really nice thing uh, overall here at the early part of the season. Because you're going to continue to get better. And the placements are going to get better. The meets are going to get better. Everything's going to get better. So it's going to be very exciting to see where they go from here as well. Uh, tennis was in action as well at Eastern Michigan. Uh, unfortunately, falling to the Eagles, both on men's and women's side. Uh, but on, uh, or I should say, I believe both for women's side. Because I believe they played two matches. It was a little bit weird looking at the recap. But uh, overall, I mean, still, it's it's February. 
We're we're not going to be too worried about it. Movement. Yeah, it, yeah, you're not too worried about it. Like softball's going to be playing this weekend as well. We'll cut. We'll catch that here on the slate here just a little bit. But uh, there's still a lot of work to be done in the preseason. So not going to look overlook a lot of things, look lover a lot of scores. It's the process that matters right now. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll see how that all goes. Looking forward to it. I think that's it for the pre or the review. Yes, sir. Now let's get right into the interview. So without further ado, let's go over to it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Before we go to the interview, we've got to thank our great sponsor for this show, the Car Center in Big Rapids. Being the area's largest body shop means the Car Center gets your car back to you faster. When you need body work, request the best. Find the Car Center off Northland Drive in Rogers Heights and online at carcentermi.com. Now back to the interview. Now joining us here in studio, the leaders of Fair State Athletics Tickets and Partnership, Cedric Frierson, Quentin Zanger joining us. Guys, welcome to the show. How's it going? Hey, thanks for having us. Fellas, we thank you so much for coming on the show and just taking time out of the busy schedule for kind of like a little background. What is it that you guys do? Not super specific in depth, but just kind of an overview of what you guys do. I know Q, you've just showed up here. So, (laughs) I mean, it's a a good welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll kind of go into what a little bit of what I do. I kind of um, so I oversee a lot of our revenue kind of generating aspects that we try to do. So uh, a lot of our premium seating stuff for all of our sports games, um, whether that be the doghouse, uh, the AD box for hockey, um, the, you know, the fast break suites that we just are starting to do for basketball and then just different things like that. But then I also oversee a lot of our booster clubs. Um, so any of our booster clubs, I kind of help do that and then fundraising with all of our teams. So. It's yeah. kind of a fun little thing. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and it's a fun little thing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And Q is back now officially, what, we, one weekend officially? Yeah, officially right? fifth day as of today. Okay, yeah. But you were here previously as an intern for the position that you are in now. Yeah, so I work with a company called Peak Sports Management that partners with Fair State. Um, we handle all of the corporate partnerships, take a sales happen at the university. So a lot of stuff I deal with is our corporate partners, any kind of promos at games, uh, giving stuff out, you know, especially football, basketball, hockey is our big three. And then just handling a lot of our group sales, um, kind of helping in with Cedric and the premium sales. But yeah, it's good to be back. I served as an intern before I graduated from Fair State, but I uh, traveled on, went, I was gone for 10 months at a different position and now I'm back officially. So happy fifth day to me. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Come back, man. Absolutely. And for those that don't know, Q is in the same class as me and Joe. So it goes full circle. also my roommate. Yes. Oh, I, I lived shit. with Joe for two years. I think I met Joe literally like the first weekend. Yeah, we met uh, Welcome Weekend. Yeah, playing we, cornhole. We played cornhole against each other. And we showed up in class this next day. I feel yeah. like I feel like that deserves like a good like ski. <laughs> <laughs> he brought it back. Oh my gosh! Uh, I'm out. Yeah, Joe, <laughs> you can keep doing it. <laughs> Joe is gone. Joe is gone. For those that, if you haven't listened to episode eleven, go back. I made a reference for Cedric. Now he's on the show to do it he himself. Me, Cedric, Cedric <laughs> I'm giving you a round of applause. Joe is probably going to punch you after this. I'm just going to over. I'm just going to play typewriter on my computer. So. <laughs> but anyway, kind of. Going into it a little bit, obviously, you guys mentioned what you guys do. When it comes to ticket sales, obviously, rent of your generation for university. Very different in sports than it is just in academic for university. Just talk about the, the uniqueness of doing it in sport as opposed to as university as a whole. Uh, <laughs> it's a little challenging, I would say. I mean, just the overall aspect. I mean, when I first took the job, I had zero to no knowledge about building revenue in athletics. I just kind of like... You know, I met with a few people at different universities who had kind of the similar position as me. And they kind of told me some of the things that they were doing. And I was like, okay, so I'm just gonna kind of take that and run with it. And that's when I came up with a few of our premium seating options that we do have with the doghouse and fast break stuff and stuff like that. But we're always looking to like build revenue here as much much as possible. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, and just coming into this university, especially at the university I was at previously, you know, getting that knowledge and experience uh, just to come back and be able to, to bring that with me and try and develop some things here that I've, that I've seen down there that I know we can do here. So working with Cedric to do a lot of that stuff. And, and yeah, it's, it's really, you know, on the athletic side, it's all about targeting the right audience and just finding the people that, you know, not only support athletics, but are, are truly fans of the Bulldogs. So it's a lot of fun to go out and find those groups, meet with those people. And, you know, you, you get to meet different people every day doing it. So it's a lot of fun. Very cool. And especially Q with your old job being down in Texas, is there, was there kind of a culture shift, obviously with being in West Texas, we've talked about it, but was there kind of a culture shift with how both of the fan bases of the universities kind of interact with the sports teams or has it kind of been the same thing in just a different spot? Yeah, absolutely. So down, I was in West Texas. So things like Friday night lights. So I was competing out there with high school teams, which was absolutely insane. Wow. Um, at the college level. I mean, you could go to a college, you could go to a high school football game on a Friday night and there's 20,000 fans there. You go to one of our games, you know, you're, you're not seeing that attendance. So you're, you're working to grow that. And, and that's one of the things that, you know, we truly took on ourselves to do. We had a brand new head coach, brand new program down there. Um, up here, it's a lot different. I mean, you, of course, you have the high school football, but it's not on as big of a scale as it is in West Texas. And thankfully, we have, you know, reigning national champions. And it's it's a lot easier up here. It's it's a lot, you know, the people that are supporters understand how big of a deal this program is. So it's a lot of fun to get out there with them. And, and you know, our fans are pretty diehard. Even our students, you know, tailgates are always fun. That's one thing I always remember about football games before I started working for athletics was got to get there for the tailgate, got to have fun with that. So it's definitely, you know, it's a huge culture shift coming up here because people actually understand the university and the athletic side of it and how great of a team it is. For sure. And for you, Cedric, obviously, uh, there's a lot of people that get into sales in athletics that might not necessarily have that athletic background. You do playing college football at D2. You went to Ashland and played. I'll uh, just talk about being able to use that experience of being in those games and knowing how to sell those games to some of the people and especially the fan base. Um, yeah, I mean, I think when I was playing, you know, I didn't really see as much of what went on behind the scenes. Um, so but like as as I got my degree in sport, I just kind of like saw different aspects, but then shifting into working into it, it's you kind of see like the way college sports is shifting. It's all about game experience. Fans want more out of what they can get in the game. They just don't maybe 20, 30 years ago, it was just about going to the game, like supporting the team and going to, but like fans are looking for the overall fan experience and yeah. what they can truly get out of it. And so I think that's kind of like what we're trying to do is just overall boost our fan experience. Like that, what that's what's going to keep them coming back to each game, um, spending more time at Ferris, being involved, being engaged at Ferris. And that's what we want as a university, as athletics, as coaches. I think that's what they all want is just fans keep coming back. Yeah, for sure. And what's it like kind of a day-to-day -day thing? Because both you guys are basically right on top of each other. You share the same office. What's that kind of been like so far with the week that you've been able to interact with each other when, you know, you got to be around each other all the time? Has there kind of been any fights yet or is it more just smooth sailing? No, I mean, I was enjoying an office to myself but for a little bit, but... <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> you kind of You kind of came bad. back, but like, you know, I was I didn't get too comfortable, but... Um, no, it's it's great because, I mean, most of the time, like when you work in an environment like that, you can kind of bounce each other. You can bounce ideas off of each other um, and just kind of see where people's thoughts are. Um, and obviously, like Q was an intern here when I was like first getting here. Um, so he kind of saw a little bit of what I was doing then. And so I'm really excited to kind of work with him a little bit more um, in this aspect, uh, especially with him down in Texas. And he says he's excited to bring a lot of cool ideas. So I'm 
I'm intrigued to see what he brings. Absolutely. Oh, thanks, Cedric. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it, it was good to come back. And I got to say, the only argument I would have is that Cedric took the bigger desk. But Oh, uh, Cedric. I have to. Seniority, seniority. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Understandable. But, yeah, you know, coming back, for it. It, it was pretty much like, you know, I, I never left, which was really nice. You know, I didn't have to come in and, and do a campus tour. I didn't have to come in and meet everybody. Like, I walked in and everyone's like, oh, hey, like, Q's back. Like, nothing changed. And I mean, I was gone for 10 months and everyone was excited to see me. And, you know, that that only it does it's not only here at the university but you know going out with sponsors that i've met before and just you know got quite a few handshakes hugs whatever welcome back so it's always nice and yeah it's always great and and like you had mentioned too um with like promos and stuff and and fan engagement cedric um if you do have any ideas or want to see anything give me a call i'll be on the athletic oh, staff page soon um, a nice so, plug in right <laughs> it's a shameless if, plug. if you're a, if you're, you're a business the, owner i was gonna say you're not on the page yet you haven't made the family quite <laughs> not yet, yet i got we gotta get some situations covered and then i'll be up there but we'll get there soon so i gotta get a new headshot from what you had before yeah yeah i think there's a lot of headshots that might need to be updated so yeah. <laughs> oh yeah for sure but especially from the idea generating perspective i mean there's hundreds thousands of universities across that you can have access to just with going on your cell phone when it comes to the ideas that you guys have had obviously cedric you created the fast break suites that have debuted here for basketball and q's obviously got a lot of ideas coming from texas where do you guys get a lot of those ideas from like as far as in-person experience or searching online like oh hey i found something that this school does maybe we should try that out a lot of the things we do i kind of I hate to say this, but like just kind of like stealing them from other schools. I mean, other schools come up with great ideas. I'm not saying that they don't. Everybody, I mean, everybody steals from other schools. You get inspired by other schools. Yes, inspiration. That's the right word right there. (laughs) (laughs) It's not stealing. It's inspiration. Which every school steals from each other. I mean, that's just a matter of (laughs) So it's just kind of like finding inspiration. And so... Um, I think the fast break suites was something, you know, Andy Bronco had thrown out before. It's just like, you know, maybe we keep a bleacher in and we just like set up something. And then we just didn't really know what that looked like as far as that. But like we knew we had high top tables and chairs and different things like that. So we just kind of like threw some things together. And like I kind of looked at some schools in our conference that maybe uh, did some different things. I know Northern Michigan kind of has a little something that they do. But I think where we got kind of got the idea from was, uh, what was it, Parkside? I think they have kind of like their own like little clubhouse thing. Oh, okay. Granted, we can't do a clubhouse. We were not going to, you know, do a capital project just to do that. Yeah. But in this aspect, we can kind of make shift and kind of do what we can with it. And so I think we've done in the past few Saturday games, double headers, and it's kind of been, you know, running. We've been running with it. Um so I think it's been doing great. Like the doghouse is, is something that's similar to that as well. I mean, Bowling Green does that and mm-hmm. um, Minnesota State. Yeah. So they they all kind of do this something similar. Mm-hmm. Just everybody does it in their own way that right. works to their university. We don't have the facilities like all these other schools do, but we make we make do with what we have and we make the best of it. Yeah, for sure. Q from UT. Yeah. So, I mean, especially coming from West Texas, um, I mean, we played actually like a shared stadium out there for football and, and I had the ability to sell, I mean, massive football suites and over massive deals. Um, and, you know, it's it's not necessarily something that we can make happen up here, but Cedric made a good point in saying, like, you can adjust to it. Um, athletics, I mean, is just you. It's a carbon copy. Everybody tries to do the same thing. And when you innovate something new, someone else is going to take it. That's just how athletics works. So uh, coming up with new ideas, I mean, you want to be the first one to it, but there's always going to be another school out there that has it. But it's just how about you're going to do it better and you're going to make it the best experience for your fans. For sure. Have you guys noticed that there is something kind of unique and special about Ferris State when it comes to kind of doing these type of things? Um, Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest thing is finding the right price point with the 
our fairest fans. I mean, the thing is, you don't want to price people out. I, I've learned that big is like, don't setting a price too high. Sometimes, you know, you value something like, oh, this is going to be great. But it's like, okay, is that right for the community and the fan and the fans that we have? I'm like, if they're not spending that type of money on any other thing. Why would they spend that here? So we want to make sure we find the right the right price point. But then it's like, oh, like I said earlier, just making that fan engagement aspect to make them keep coming back. I think I've had repeat customers for all of my suites. Like they were like, this was great. This was a great experience. And most of the times, like for like our doghouse suites, like like they're, the refs give them a, like a puck or something or something like that. Like they just get like little cool little knickknacks or something like they get a cool experience out of it that keeps them coming back. And they just have an overall fun time while yeah. they're doing it. Yeah, and, and like I mentioned before, just especially like the relationships you build up here with these people, um, you know, this is there's there is only Ferris State University here in Big Rapids. I mean, there's there's plenty of other entertainment stuff, but where else are you go on you know Saturday afternoon to watch a football game? Um, you know, you're not going to drive all the way across the state. You're not going. It's it's Ferris State football. That's what's here, and it, it's about yeah giving people something that they can remember and building that relationship with them so that they're wanting to come back. They're 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 willing to come and support the Bulldogs and and be a part of that culture. For sure. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. One last question for you. We like to ask everybody that's been on the show. What's been your favorite thing? And we can revert back to the years before, too. <laughs> Obviously, since you're still in a week. But what's been the, the your most favorite thing about being here at Fair State and being a Bulldog? Ah, that's a great one. I would say, like, my first year being a part of that, like, going down there to Texas for that national championship. I've never kind of experienced that in my whole time of playing football when I did play and everything like that. So I think experiencing that, just the overall overwhelming success that that team had that year, and then everything that proceeded after with like the trope, like the trophy presentation and, um, you know, like all the fans engaging and then uh, like the parade we had back here and the campus support that we had and the community support, the state support that we had. So I, I think that was kind of the biggest one so far. I mean, obviously that, that I can think of. Okay. I mean, I could go on and on and on because I not only went here for four years, but I'm now returning to work. But, you know, especially coming back and just having these relationships already, um, I, pretty much everywhere I have gone and let's just say I have on like a Ferris hat or something. Someone's like, go dogs. You know, there someone always knows Fair State or graduated or knows someone that went to Fair State. And that's always cool. And, you know, as, as I like mentioned with every position, you know, um, just coming here to Fair State was it was just kind of on a whim decision and right out of high school deciding to come here you know i on my orientation i walked in i thought i was gonna do something else and i was like oh i can actually work in sports like that's crazy i can get a degree in that and that's exactly what i did and i, I told my parents that and they were not happy they didn't believe in that but <laughs> uh, we figured it out along the way and now you know we made it back we're doing really good so but yeah it's just it's a really good opportunity um especially be back again and i couldn't be more thankful for just having these opportunities and especially making the friends I made, the education I got, you know, the experiences and everything. So for sure. Well, fellas, thanks for coming on. Appreciate the time. And uh, hopefully everything goes well for this upcoming seasons. Thank you guys. Uh, ski. <laughs> <laughs> Go dogs, baby. Big thanks to Q and Cedric for joining us. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that as much as we did. Real quick before you go, we'll leave you with a Fair State Sports Slate. I'll start it up Friday. We got ice hockey here tonight. If you're listening to this live as it's posted, Bowling Green State, 707 Puck Drop, Student Athlete Night. Be there. Be square.
Saturday, we have everything. Softball is going to be at Finley at 10 a.m. at Harrogate, Tennessee for their tournament. Women's basketball is going to be at 1 o'clock against Michigan Tech. Men's basketball is going to be immediately after that at 2 p.m. Softball is also going to have another game against Ohio Dominican in the same spot. And then men's ice hockey is closing it out. Nightcap, 607 puck drop. Be there or be square. There you go. Sunday, softball will be also playing Finley at 10 a.m. And women's and men's tennis will be taking on Indianapolis at Indianapolis, their first action of the season and preseason for tennis. That's going to do it for this episode. Be sure to subscribe for more. And until next time, take care, everybody.